I know. We're I unsubscribed. We're go ahead, go ahead. I'm so sorry. Oh, boy. Okay. Wow. We're go ahead, Dagny. Over each other. Talk, go ahead, Billy. You go ahead. No, Dagny, you go ahead. It's no, you fine. go, go ahead. ahead. You you first. No, I'm just kidding. Dagny, uh, I I've was pleading. I don't... I... <laughs> I really am hyper aware of, uh, of like being a man and cutting you off and acting like that's normal. Yeah. Um, so you go ahead, Dagny, go ahead. I was just going to say, I've been cleaning all morning because there's a cat that I live with now. He's very cute. He uh, is mean. Um, he does this thing where you pet him uh, and he's all like sweet. And then he rolls over on his back and he's got a very fluffy tummy. You just want to like pet his stomach. And then he grabs your hands and bites you. So we're, <laughs> we're becoming friends slowly. But since your boyfriend is very allergic to cats, I've been cleaning all day. I'm finally having... Cute little sangria and drag race You're night. sangria? John is making my boyfriend. So. I mean, now I'm excited. Now I'm pumped for the sangria. I'm on board. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be yeah. fun. So, yeah. Do you want to introduce the show? <laughs> well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And welcome to The Poptimist, a Real Housewives breakdown show. What Shut just happened? Up. <laughs> We're not doing it. <laughs> One day good we'll do morning, a good episode. afternoon, good evening, and good night, and welcome to the Poptimist, a pop culture breakdown show focused on the housewives, focused on optimism. I'm your host, Billy, and over there is is my sister, Dagny. Hi, Dagny. I'm glad that uh, we're a minute into this and you've already like covered your face in shame. Yeah, because you gotta let you gotta let the expanse go, and you gotta let uh, housewives go. Never dress. You started housewives the expanse go. yet? I haven't. I've been busy. I actually, I can tell you instead what I've been doing. Um, All right, sure. I actually have two things that I can't decide what I want to talk about. One, Do I'm going to start fast. with. Yeah, go. And well, okay. yeah, I just wanted to say talk about a movie I watched last night, but it's still too new that I don't want to get into it too much and spoil anything. Um, and I'm yeah. still conflicted on how I feel about it. I think I liked it. I really do. <clears throat> Sorry, um, but I, I don't know. It's still, it's still resonating in my brain. I let it marinate overnight. And I'm feeling more more happy about it. But I watched Promising Young Woman last night. And uh, I had a really good time. It's not at all what I expected. Uh, I mean, it kind of is. But my one complaint is I wanted it to be a little more gory. Like I wanted uh, the end was fantastic. And I wanted her to like really stick it to them early on. But I I just I love Carrie Mulligan. Obviously, you yes. know, I have a deep love for, for Bo Burnham. And the first time he comes in, he's like asking for coffee. It's a very cute scene. And the second time he comes in, he has glasses. And oh my God, I love him. <laughs> uh, but I do want to actually talk about a show that's been out. A giraffe longer. of a man. Yes, he is. There's a funny little scene where he's walking next to Carrie Mulligan. He says he's always nervous when people see him from behind on a date because he thinks or he's worried people think that he's with his daughter uh, because he's a full foot taller <laughs> He's well, so do you remember we when we saw him at the we went to the Hollywood premiere of Eighth Grade, mm-hmm. and I distinctly remember the first time I saw him in the audience was when he had to duck under the doorway to get into the auditorium, and I He's went, so oh, oh, like people were just walking in normal, yep. and then all of a sudden this like he like ducks his head down like an NBA player to slip into this theater. Yeah, the giraffe jokes are not wrong. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's a very tall man. Yeah, and then I just want to talk about a show that I think I've told you in the past to watch, but I finally finished it. I kept putting off watching the last episode for like a month because I really didn't want to end, honestly. Um, and it is one of the best Netflix shows or shows on Netflix, I should say, that I've ever watched. Um, if you're looking for time travel, weird, uh, 
I don't know how to explain it. Anyway, a German soap opera. Just... Uh, I need you to watch Dark. That's all. I just, it's, it's oh. incredible. So it's a, a time traveling, really twisted reality soap opera uh, in German. And it's just so freaking good. Uh, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just, you have to watch it. Uh, this is, I mean, second recommendation because Taylor recommended it to me once upon a time he was like have you watched dark yet it was like a whole thing this summer he was like have you watched dark yet and me and the boyfriend were like we are gonna we lied um we haven't gotten to it it, when i say it is the perfect show for you i'm not joking that's what taylor has been made it's everything you like in television and movies put into one and you'll devour it you it's three seasons and i know you'll you'll just dive into it i could we need to we, we get, need to get back into tv too because we're yeah, we're such in like a video game rut which is not bad but it's like the boyfriend's back working all the time and so it's like we don't yeah. want to watch anything too heavy after he's done with work so we end up just sitting there and playing <laughs> dead by the daylight and now he's like, playing ori it's a whatever no sorry i just wanted to say because we don't have to do this for a long time but i i don't think it's heavy it's just fascinating like everything they do the twisted timelines that are going on who you figure out is related to who the relationships the you know if you want if you want like time travel incest soap opera evil twins like it's all there and it's so good it's so good it's literally a soap opera but yeah it's parallel universes at one point basically a soap opera i mean it really is it's a soap opera (laughs) uh a german soap opera with time travel parallel universes i can't speak highly enough of this show and i finally watched it and i finally finished it like two nights ago and the finale with how complicated the show was not in a bad way but it's it's very convoluted things get twisted you're kind of like what is going on who's related to who how is this working and the finale was so simple the conclusion was like just so pure and so simple and i loved that okay. i thought that was all right three seasons i can get fantastic. behind a show with just three seasons i can yes. do that and it'll go by so fast i promise i think you guys like one or two episodes a night you'll be done in a month at the at the longest i you'll never guess what what i've i've started watching um, but first i'm just okay. gonna i'm gonna plow i'm gonna thing. plow through three things really quickly <laughs> um um just it's actually four things but it's gonna be fast How real about, quick okay. is um uh, we talk about spoilers on the show a lot, so I don't want to talk about WandaVision because it's currently airing, mm-hmm. but I am obsessed with WandaVision. If you haven't started it, start it. It's It feels like Marvel is actually doing weird, nerdy comic book shit. Mm-hmm. Like the weird stuff. Really I've weird. Really and I'm, stuff. I, it's, I love it. Um, the other thing, uh, a couple episodes ago, I talked about the video game Control, which yes. is like the FBI. So f- just, this is literally advertising. If you're listening to this episode and you have a PlayStation 4 or a PlayStation 5, I think, it's free. It is free in February, all of February. Go download it right now. You get to play one of my favorite games of the year for free of last year. But download it. um, uh, And then just a little toot my own horn because it's been really really hard for me to like read physical books since the Mm -hmm. lockdown started. And I don't know why. I've had the same problem because I've had Red Dragon on my nightstand for months. (laughs) Um, Sorry, keep going. Well, thanks to Books on Tape, I have finished The Fellowship of the Ring, which I tried to read in high school and then tried to read again in college. And now it's like, I just, I'm in the, I'm on chapter three of The Two Towers and I'm just going to keep it going. Um, that's, I, and that's, that's not the thing I wanted to talk about. That's just a little bit. We need to talk about books more on this podcast, honestly. I know, but, um, yes, I do. 
I think when I finish the Lord of the Rings, I'll talk about it. But uh, yeah. uh, you just, I'm really happy I finished the first one. I'm going to keep doing it. Oh, love the thing I wanted to talk about. Yeah. So uh, I started watching this because the boyfriend said we need a new late night show. And I can't believe you've never seen this. So uh, <laughs> I'm watching for the first time ever, Sex and the City. And I've never watched I, it, so I, I hope you enjoy it. This is it. I recommend it. <laughs> I do. I mean, it's it's. I I I really am surprised at how much I like it. I wake up the next morning because we'll watch it at like twelve thirty and then pass out. You know. Yeah. I wake up the next morning. I said this yesterday. I was making breakfast and I said I'm really upset that Carrie didn't face any repercussions <laughs> for spying on Mr. Big's ex-wife. And then I said, and I'm also upset that I have that opinion. <laughs> I feel like this is your Sopranos uh, because I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I highly recommend the Sopranos. Like I finished, it's so good. I, what, like six episodes. I talked about the Sopranos and now you're like sex in the city, everybody. Did you know? Good you know time. <laughs> Late nineties, early two thousands, HBO making a comeback in the McCartney households. Mm-hmm. Who knew? Uh, wow. Yeah. You heard it here. For for the first time, Sex in the City, Sex and the City, right? Yes. I saw okay. an article. I saw an article the other day where someone referenced it. It was like a video game article. It wasn't like it wasn't <laughs> like a like Vogue, but they they said Sex in the City and like italicized it, and I was just angry. I was like, you should know better. It it ended know. twenty years ago. Come on. I know. Ugh. I I still mess it up. And I feel like it should be in whatever. Anyway, no, because the I'll city's the it. fifth character. It's like you, Dagny. It's like you uh, don't know anything about this show. I started four days ago. I don't know, but I know there's Miranda, Carrie, uh, two. Barbara. That's two. Uh, I don't know the other one. <laughs> Barbara, <I> can... <laughs> yes. There's no Barbara. <laughs> no, I know. Samantha. Miranda's the Samantha. Miranda's the tall redhead, right? And Charlotte. Yes, okay. Cynthia Nixon. Great. Yeah, all the right. boyfriend got all upset because because I said, okay, now that I've seen a few episodes, you're supposed to know, right? Are you a Samantha? Are you a Charlotte? Are you a Miranda? Are you a Carrie? And he looked at me and he went, oh, you're Carrie. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you all are right. the main character of the world. Okay. Um, <laughs> you want to? We, yeah. We've really yeah. gone quite a while talking. This is probably the longest we've talked we about really? the thing. Oh, it's just twelve minutes, and you know what? I'll cut <laughs> out the first half, so it's probably like ten minutes. And also, no. um, people here. It's our show. We do what we want. Yeah, they're here to listen to us talk. So I <laughs> couldn't, couldn't be more excited to finally have this person as our guest. Um, so our guest today, writer, director extraordinaire, movie genius, <laughs> one of the most beautiful humans I've ever met. Like, I ugh, I can't speak highly enough of this man. I love him so much. I'd like to introduce my dear, dear, dear friend. Welcome to the stage, Alex Villarreal! Ah! Hi! Oh, no. oh yeah. I was like, did I unmute myself? Am I, <laughs> I felt so uncomfortable. I was like, oh, he didn't like his intro. Okay. Well, I was going to start with, I was gonna start with oh, my subjects, thank you. For... <laughs> Billy, I said my you're the loyal, main character. Alex is the main character, honestly. I know. The That's roles fair. have changed, my dear. Um, I have so many opinions on everything that you guys were just talking about. But... Go for it. I just want to, I want to mention that I was, when you said Sex in the City, I was watching the pilot episode of Girls because I hate myself. And in the pilot episode, <laughs> there's this, uh, Shoshana is like talk, there's like this poster of Sex in the City in her bedroom. So I feel like us meeting on Saturday was faded. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what I have to say about that. 
Do you want to quickly give us, because I was watching you while we were talking about our things and you kept like leaning forward and smiling and laughing. So do you have any, uh, before we get into your thing, any hot uh, opinions on the things that we said? Yes. Okay. Saw Promising Young Women also. And I totally, I totally get like what you were saying. I feel like there's like, I loved it, Mm -hmm. but I feel like there's like some tone things and some things that they could have done like. I just wish that there were, it was more campy and but yes. the toxic instrumental is incredible. Yeah. I they they do some things really really well and other things pretty good that I think they could have done a little better. But in general, yes. I had a, a good time. It was it was strange that it felt like a little bit of a rom-com but also yeah. a revenge movie. <laughs> like, <so. laughs> that whole part where that whole montage where Paris Hilton is playing, I was the pharmacy. like, what am I watching? <laughs> was, oh, but I was no. like, that was the most feel-good oh, moment. So, Billy, you I should know. definitely rent it. Honestly, watch it tonight because uh, I rented it on Amazon and you can access it. Um, it's $20 to rent, so you should watch it before <gasps> 8 p.m. tonight. Uh, Two for oh, one. Shit. Yeah, do it. Uh, and then anything else before we introduce your topic? Uh, and then on the Lord of the Rings point, um, Billy, I spent like literally all of yesterday because it was Clowny and Rady, like looking up Lord of the Rings clips on YouTube. Like I could have just watched the movie, but I was just like looking at the same clip of, of Sean Astin doing the, the um, what's that monologue where he's like talking to Frodo about like, um, and it's worth fighting for. Yes, like I rewatched that, yes. that like, all day like that two minute clip just all day crying being like this movie's so so great but there's got to be some good in it mr frodo yeah Yeah. (laughs) honestly so we we rewatched all three over christmas and that's i was like i'm gonna fucking read these books finally because i've never it's i've never ever done it and but is it is it ever like i because i used to rewatch the lord of the rings a lot and i stopped because it was always so painful for me for it to end, so I'd like oh, stop. I don't think they're I don't my think favorite movies. Ever seen, I don't think he'd ever seen my reaction to the end of Return of the King, which is just like full on meltdown. When I saw it in theaters, I cried for eight hours. That's not a joke. Really? My mom yeah. was worried. I remember sitting next, like we both <laughs> wept. You wept longer than I did, but I wept. Same thing with Toy Story three. We both left the theater unconsolable. Like it, yeah, but no, the worst for me was Return <laughs> of the King. The Return worst of the King by really far. It wrecked us. Uh, oh, and yeah. I mean, just coming in and I'm falling over dead, you know? Like, literally every time that that theme from that Annie Lennox song plays in the movie, just, like, ejecting it's... from my eyeball. Like, not even trying. Yes. I just, like, yes. <laughs> my childhood. Oh, now, so... to lighten it up a little bit, rewatching Lord of the Rings, I did have a realization, and that's um, of the Fellowship, Boromir and Aragorn might be the only straights. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. You know what? I knew that Frodo's I didn't gay, like them. Frodo's gay. Frodo's <laughs> gay. Sam is bisexual. Mary and Pippin are a couple. Gimli and Legolas are a couple. Like, yes. <laughs> I can. I can get on board with all of those. Me too. Um, I'm also. I'm also convinced Bilbo is gay because in the book he like never marries, never has any interest in female hobbits. And when Frodo shows up in Rivendell, he's like lo- lost weight because he's been out on the road for so long. And Bilbo smacks his butt and is like looking good. And like that literally happens oh. in the book. He says, he says something about your figure is diminishing, but he like smacks Frodo's butt. So he's just, they're all gay. Uh, oh my God. Could you argue that Eowyn might be a little less? Yes. Because I was mm-hmm. getting that vibe rewatching, you know, her saying goodbye to Theoden last night. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my other big thing is, is the, I really like seeing what the movies change subtly. And I do like that the movies give, you know, women 
anything to do. Yes. <laughs> you have, honestly, you have both sides because you have Arwen kind of laying there, not really doing anything. And then you have Eowyn like holding a sword, you know, mm-hmm. fighting. Right. People. But like Arwen, Arwen with like Frodo and the, the horse. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I forgot about that's, that. That's a male elf in the books that they just may, gave that to yes. Arwen because she does not literally Frodo sees her at dinner in Rivendale and is like, wow, she's pretty. And like she has she doesn't speak. She's not in any scenes. She's just like an object of beauty off in the distance until later. And it's like, thank you for making her have something to do yeah, have i love some representation uh, yeah love okay uh because you texted me yesterday and you were like you're i have all this research i'm very excited whatever i i want to know what you brought in for us um so okay Alex, so what i <laughs> oh, i'm so i mean you shouldn't be surprised but I think I know. Uh, yep, I knew. I Yes. Okay, so listeners at home, he just held up a DVD case to the Zoom camera of Halle Berry's Catwoman. <laughs> and the video game that I bought on <laughs> okay, eBay. I actually, I actually think I've played the video game. The, the it is PSN so game. much fun. The video I game can't. is basically like throwing, like you beat up cops and throw them in the garbage, which if that's not a 2021 <laughs> mood, I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, okay, so Alex, I've I've watched essentially this movie with you through clips, like Lord of the Rings, like you said. You've just shown me clips <laughs> of this movie to where I feel like I've seen it. But I need you to, uh, one, if you can break it down for our audience, and then also tell us why this movie is incredible, because I would love I to know. Okay, so it's been my great ambition to get Dagny to watch Catwoman. I have not been successful yet. The pandemic definitely threw us off, but it's still, it's still like on my, like on the top of my list. Mm -hmm. Um, Catwoman is amazing because it cost a hundred million dollars. You would never know it. It cost a hundred million dollars? A hundred million dollars. It made 82 million worldwide. No, how much like, was Halle Berry? Betty have made like twenty million worldwide. She got made. She made twelve million dollars, which is like at that point, like she was the highest paid uh, female actress at that point with twelve million. But like, only made eighty two million worldwide. Like in the whole world, no one saw this movie but me, my mom, and my brother. <laughs> um, <laughs> got nominated for seven Razzies. Yes. Okay. Yes. Halle Berry accepted hers in person, doing a parody of her best actor speech, which is, if that's not a pop culture moment, I don't know what is. Um, and even with its 82 million gross, was still the highest grossing movie by a female lead since Wonder Woman. Wow. Yeah, and it came out in 2004. Wow. Oh, that's, you, we need more female-led movies, you dumb I know. Wait, hold on, so... Oh, Wonder Woman was before Captain Marvel. That's why my brain went swapped. I was like, hold the phone. But okay, that's why. Wait, wait. Okay, so the reason why this movie is so amazing is that basically Halle Berry is saving the world from Sharon Stone's killer makeup. And that's the movie. I, I mean, I mean, that's all I need. Doing this is the so Lord's weird. Work. Come up. 
<laughs> Sorry, just, just this is so weird because literally two nights ago, the boyfriend and I were on YouTube, and for some reason I get weird recommendations, and this was like the history of the mini DVD. Remember mini DVDs? <laughs> Mostly known for being what GameCube games came on, but also they tried to sell them to people, and then they had little mini DVD players. Yeah. And in this video of the history of the mini DVD, one of the DVDs that was specially formatted for the mini DVD was Halle Berry's Catwoman, and it's what he used. In the so literally, I was talking about this movie two days ago, and the mini DVD was split up into two halves because you can't fit the full movie on there, and it literally cuts in the middle of a scene. Like it's not in between scenes. It's like she's on the roof and she pets the cat, and it goes, Arr! and then you turn on this two, and she's like petting the cat, and it keeps going. Oh my god, um, Alex, this is gonna be your birthday present. It was in the stars. Um, no, so yeah, so that's basically the movie. It it shot like a music <laughs> video, so you don't know what's going on the whole time, and the soundtrack is like insane like it's just like i don't even know how to describe it it's something that everyone was not that must watch because it is a pop culture moment and i did so in preparing for this talk today about this you know cinematic marvel should have been oscar nominated piece of media before its time i did a lot of research of like how does this movie exist because Yes. It cost a hundred million dollars, <laughs> <laughs> and so, so the I if, if I'm gonna give like a mini presentation, and then you guys could jump in if you for whatever. But I love this. Thank the, you. Oh my god. Yes. The history of Catwoman is basically when Batman Returns came out, the Tim Burton one, which I also love and would love to talk about that at some point. Um, when that movie came out, it was less successful than the first Batman that Tim Burton directed. And it was like criticized for being too dark. Specifically, Tim Burton mentions like in an interview, like, why didn't you get invited? Like, why didn't you direct, you know, Batman three, which became Batman forever. And he was basically like, well, McDonald's really hated what I did with Penguin's death because at the end of Batman Returns, you know, Penguin is like oozing black liquid. And they were like, yes. we can't sell this action figure to kids. Like, it's too dark. So Warner Brothers was basically like, we don't want these movies to be dark anymore. We want them to be more kid friendly because we could sell more merchandise that way. So they basically told Turn Burton, like, we don't want you back. But the Catwoman character played iconically by Michelle Pfeiffer was yes. received so well that they were like we'll give you a we'll give you and Michelle Pfeiffer a spin-off you can do dark shit with that and we'll make Batman Forever and make it kid friendly so fast forward to Batman Forever comes okay so Catwoman was originally going to star Michelle Pfeiffer yes directed by Tim Burton and the synopsis for that movie I have it right here hold on oh my god it's, I was going to say I really want to see that I know we'll never get it but I'm like in my notes. I know I I know I put it in there. Um, but it's basically about Selena Kyle moving to a Vegas like city called Oasisburg and fighting parodies of male superheroes. Okay, a hundred percent on board. Right. Watch that. So Catwoman was always meant to be campy anyway. So I don't know why people are upset by the Halle Berry one. Um, <laughs> so what the writer the writer of Batman Returns basically had this synopsis, which was like after the traumas of Batman Returns this is a direct quote. <laughs> She has amnesia and doesn't really remember why she has all these bullet holes in her body. So she goes to relax in Oasisburg. What Gotham City is to New York, Oasisburg is to Las Vegas, Palm Springs. It's a resort area in the middle of the desert run by superheroes. And the movie has great fun at making fun of the whole male superhero mythos. 
then they end up not being very good deep down and she's got to go back to the whole Catwoman thing. So it's basically the boys, but with Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yes, this is great. So the day that this writer turns in this script was the day that Batman Forever first came, like Batman Forever was released mm-hmm. and Batman Forever made so much money that Warner Brothers was like, uh, we don't need this Catwoman movie. Like we're just going to keep going with, you know, what the ride of Batman Forever, which yeah. became Batman and Robin, which was like the biggest flop ever. Yes. So they put Catwoman on the back burner. Michelle Pfeiffer and Tim Burton eventually were like, we're tired. Like, is this movie ever going to get made? We're dropping out. Michelle Pfeiffer was replaced by Ashley Judd. And then oh. eventually they asked Nicole Kidman to play Catwoman, which like Nicole Kidman and Catwoman is my dream come true. So like that that movie doesn't exist is it hurts me. Um, <laughs> So Batman and Robin comes out and is a huge flop and Warner Brothers is like, we don't know what to do. Like, we can't continue this like franchise, but we also like, should we do a prequel? So like, it's like eight years and they don't have a Batman movie. Eventually, like they figure out a way they're like, okay, we know what to do. We're going to reboot Superman and Batman at the same time. And that'll be our reintroduction to these characters. My qu- I just realized is Batman Begins before Halle Berry Catwoman. No, that was it's 05. After. Okay, 05. I thought it was 03 for a second, but it's uh, Batman Begins was 05 or 06. And it's because of Halle Berry's Catwoman doing so badly that they greenlit Chris Nolan's Batman Begins. Mm. Wow. So we wouldn't have so that trilogy we owe everything. Halle Berry. <laughs> we owe everything to Catwoman 2004. So like... <laughs> <laughs> Chris Nolan's career. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. in 2004. So they were going to reboot um the Batman character with Batman and Superman, but there was this whole drama because they were like the Batman and Superman script was like too dark and Warner Brothers didn't want to go too dark, which is funny because the eventual Batman and Superman <laughs> movie was criticized for being too dark. Um but no shade, no shade. We we are fans. Um so so i'm sorry if i'm being boring you guys could cut me off at any time no no this is honestly i'm so invested in this storyline now i mean (laughs) because we're we're gonna talk about batman shit all day i'm on board i also i just i love that it's like it's like um we don't want that movie it's too dark we're gonna green light batman begins with the fucking scarecrow i know and then so like they were originally it was going to be like Darren Aronofsky was going to do a Batman film yes. that was like gritty and rated R. And I feel like that's honestly what we're going to get with, you know, the Matt Reeves. Yes. Bat- or is it Matt Reeves? I don't know Pattinson. who it is. Matt something. Yeah. Um, the Rob director. Pattinson. But yeah, the Rob, the Rob Pattinson <laughs> Batman. So it's like that. No one, no Warner Brothers doesn't know what to do with Batman. And so they green light this Batman and Superman movie decide we don't want to do this. And they're like, it was supposed to come out that Batman and Superman movie, the summer of 2003 or 2004. Is that what the reference is? This is so weird. Is that what the reference is in the fake Times Square in I Am Legend? I think so. I'm pretty okay. sure. Okay. Because I just sure. remember when I Am Legend came out, there was the Batman and Superman poster way before anyone thought about a Zack Snyder Batman and Superman. And I mean, nerds my age lost our goddamn minds because we thought it was an announcement. We were like, it's mm-hmm. confirmed. <laughs> No, I honestly think that's what that was, is they were trying to, like, you know, hint. But, so that Batman and Superman movie got canceled because they were like, we're just going to reboot Batman. Like, we're just going to do, like, a Batman origin story. But we need a movie to fill 
the summer of 2004. So they were like, wait, Halle Berry just won an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's just been in like these string of hits, mm-hmm. Die Another Day, X-Men, X2, Monster, like uh, Gothica. What if we just take this 10-year-old Catwoman movie we've been trying to make for forever, put Halle Berry in it, rush it into production and release that, and then we could reboot our Batman. And well, that's yeah. basically you know, why Catwoman exists. It's not a, it wasn't a bad plan on their part. They were like, no, we gotta except keep people for interested. maybe the rushed into production part. <laughs> exactly. But like the thought process of like, let's keep people invested in the Batman universe for a summer. I mean, no one's oh, going to be like, Batman's even now, but, if you, you know. If you, you know, had a press conference release and it was like Halle Berry announced to play Catwoman, I'd be like, brilliant casting. Thank mm-hmm. God. Like it's, it's, it should have been the hit, you know? What's hilarious, though, is that they're, like, they rush this Catwoman movie into production, but they also, like, take away every part of her that exists in the comics. Like, her name isn't Selena (laughs) Kyle in the movie. It's Patience Phillips. She works at, like, a makeup makeup thing. I don't know. Like, she works in the office doing, like, art, graphic design (laughs) on, like, makeup boxes. (laughs) There is no Batman. She's not even in Gotham. Like... Oh, yeah, boy. it's it's weird. I think because I had I never saw this when it came out, and I still have never seen it. And it oh was years later where someone said, "Well, you know, she's not Selena Kyle." And I said, "What?" I was like, "Why would they do a an, a Catwoman origin?" And then it started to get to me. I was like, "Did they do it because she's not white? Because we had Eartha Kitt as Selena Kyle." Honestly, I do not understand. I don't know, but it's interesting too because I also did like some research on Halle Berry's career up to Catwoman and so like Halle Berry like I said was in like a string of hits and then she was supposed to so Die Another Day was a huge hit you know the James Bond with Pierce Brosnan and they were gonna give her a spinoff with her character from Die Another Day because people really responded to that character but the budget got to 80 million and Tomb Raider The Cradle of Life flopped like that summer so they were like "Uh -uh, (laughs) uh-uh Uh, we can't trust like female fronted, you know, whatever. So they canceled that Jinx spinoff movie. And so Halle Berry's like, I really want to do an action movie. And Warner Brothers swooped in and was like, Catwoman. And she was like, okay. Right. I mean, how would you say no? It sounds amazing. Everything, the whole setup is supposed to be great. (laughs) Everything sounds like it, like they had the potential to make an incredible movie. And then it just went wrong. (laughs) Unfortunately. And Halle Berry, like, to quote, because I, I found this quote, she said, um, on, on the decision to do Catwoman, Halle Berry said, people said to me, you can't do that. You've just won the Oscar. Because I didn't do Jinx, I thought this is a great chance for a woman of color to be a superhero. Why wouldn't I try this? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love her speech at the Razzies, too, where she says, <laughs> I'd like to thank my agent. I'd like to thank everyone who said I have I should do this movie. I'd like to like she just thanks all of the people who made it happen. It's brutal. I love that she did that, though. The fact that she showed up for the worst actress Razzie and gave a speech is iconic. And honestly, her performance like Halle. This is what I love about Halle Berry. Halle Berry commits like with a capital yes. C.O. M M I T. Did I spell commit? <laughs> you committed to it, so that's all that mattered. But yes, I think you did. In this movie, she's doing crazy. She acts like a cat, like she does, like 
cat movements. She like, you <laughs> know, you say the special song features. Jellical cats, jellical songs for jellical cats. Precursor. Precursor, changing the game, putting her Oscar to good use. And it's just sad, like how terrible the movie was received and how it turned out because she's really doing it. <laughs> well, that's so we've talked about like how, how we got here. And we all know that the movie is widely not liked and did flop. But Alex... When you saw this movie, why did you, I mean, other than the obvious camp of the makeup and the, the the villain and everything about it, but why did you love this movie? I just remember, okay, so it's Saturday night at the Century 16 <laughs> in Ventura, my favorite movie theater. It got turned into a church. I don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> and my mom buys us <laughs> tickets to see, uh, to see this movie. And, like, we're the only ones there. It's literally in, like, the smallest theater at that venue. And I just remember, like, <laughs> I think it was seeing Sharon Stone, because in the movie Sharon Stone is, like, the uh, the spokesperson for this makeup. It's called Hedare. Um, or this beauty company, it's called Hedare. And I just remember, like, Sharon Stone Hedare. is... And, and her whole character arc is that she's too old to be a model, so she wants revenge. honestly power to you but i remember she there's this scene where she like walks into the foyer of this of headquarters of hader and she looks up and she sees her billboard being taken down and she like stops and her coat kind of falls off and she's just like i remember (laughs) as a little kid being like oh my god (laughs) taking away her empire And that that was like it, it just it was it and then Halle Berry just being like this really like nerdy girl who like she's beautiful but she doesn't know it and and she's really talented but no one tells her and then she like finds her power by becoming Catwoman and like kicks ass and like I just I thought it was so empowering and so inspiring and little gay me was like why don't people love this. <laughs> I mean, we've danced around it, but I th- I want to I want to fully address it. How gay is this movie? I mean, from from like it's like a hundred, it's like two hundred percent gay. Like it is the gayest. <laughs> thing. It was. I mean, what's gayer than that? <laughs> I just, held, just up, held up. I just held up Sharon Stone coming up behind Halle Berry in the movie, being all sensual with her. Yeah. and it's directed by a straight man, which I don't like. I, honestly, like a gift. Straight people are allies too. <laughs> oh well um... never directed another film again ruined his career (laughs) oh man oh but director's name is pit off he's a french he was a vfx artist and so like i think they picked him because this was supposed to be a vfx heavy movie that kind of makes you couldn't tell watching it No, like, looking that's at a it, joke. I've it, seen the special effects scenes. Yeah, yeah. I it's very ironic. There's, there's I love where she's that. like jumping down from the roof and it's like early PS2 graphics yes. of her like leaping from building to building. I still think it looks real. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I ask, after you saw it, what was um Norma and Mark's reaction? Oh, if I can't name them, you can leave those names out. But your Honestly, mom and brother. <laughs> My mom loves everything, so she was just like, actually, our reaction after immediately watching the movie was like, let's go watch iRobot. And so we snuck into iRobot. <laughs> nice. <laughs> with Will Smith, which is also incredible. Um, I love iRobot. double feature of my dreams. Um, <laughs> but my brother and I were, like, obsessed. We bought the, as you 
we got the video game. I played this when I was a little kid. Um, I bought the not like the movie tie-in novelization. I made my mom oh my buy God. it for me. <laughs> I was obsessed with with Catwoman. Like ups- uh, I'm still obsessed. I love. I I had a feeling that's what you were gonna bring in, and I was like, I really hope that's where we go. And I'm so so <laughs> glad that that's what you brought up bringing because of all the I like didn't... hot takes you've shown me uh of like movies that are incredible which you honestly you have some of the best taste of anyone any of my friends um and i trust oh sick burn on all of dagny's other friends i i mean (laughs) alex is a a directing major at afi i trust what he (laughs) what he likes um so i uh, when you kept showing me clips of catwoman i was like okay okay interesting this is a choice and I, mean, I need to all sit I, down and watch it when the world goes back to normal, when the pandemonium is over. I will watch it with you. Please. I, I my roommate is my biggest. Uh, I love her so much. She always thinks that, it, that my taste is crazy. And I showed her Catwoman. And I kid you not, the next day, she told me, I miss Catwoman. <laughs> Good. I'll watch it. Good. I will. I'm excited. I wanted and to. You so, have it um, ready um, to go, so I will just. I mean, look at this over. poster. Look at look at how big the moon is. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening I also to this, like to look up that the DVD really, cover. It was also at that time where, like, all of the marketing for superhero movies was like the emblem. It was the Superman S. It was the Batman logo. They really leaned into it with Green Lantern, even though they did the ugly logo mm-hmm. um, that I don't like. Um, and I love that the O in Catwoman, they tried to make it like this cat eye superhero <laughs> logo. Okay, wait, so I have more trivia. Um, Good. It Good. was originally supposed to re- be released in IMAX with the tagline, catch her in IMAX, and the cat is all capitalized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. But they yes. needed so much work on the VFX because Warner Brothers rushed it that they didn't have time to make the deadline, so they canceled the IMAX release what the, how do you oh. not have it's i'm sorry i know it's the early 2000s but we know special effects takes a while this is why we learned nothing this is why cats 2019 happened because of catwoman 2004 of catwoman. <laughs> it all goes back to catwoman 2004 <laughs> finish your visual effects uh, you can do it delay the film that's what i'm just like, People would rather you postpone it to a later date and have a better movie than rush it out because, like, we needed Cats 2019 on Christmas Day. Like, nobody needed it. Same thing, Cats 2004, Catwoman 2004. I, you know what? I I agree with you guys on most things, but I feel like I needed Cats Christmas, <laughs> Christmas Day. That's fair. Yeah. We saw that together. Oh, that was such a fun experience. It's... My favorite part was, like, noticing the CGI on the wrist wasn't mm-hmm. done and you could see like the chroma key struggling to follow <laughs> yes <laughs> wow. it was so bad it oh hurt. but i had a, such a good time um oh sorry keep keep doing your uh, yes, the trivia, trivia before we wrap up no, I okay hear. so another another piece of trivia was that britney spears the iconic free her hashtag free her free the iconic britney spears um struck a deal with warner brothers to have her single what later became a single that I, I feel like no one heard of but her single outrageous to be the official like theme song but she hurt her what was it she hurt her knee while filming the music video and needed surgery so they canceled the whole single and the whole like Britney tie-in what can you this imagine Britney, Britney Spears 
the theme song to Catwoman, it would have changed everything. Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, I'm amazing. Did she release the single ever? Yeah, she released it later, and I think it debuted at, like, 100 on the Billboard. So it wasn't, it was, like, a total, like, bust, regardless. It's called Outrageous? Yes. All right, I'm going to look it up, because I should know this. All right, cool. I'll save that for when we're done recording. <laughs> some, some good Brittany. I'm also, I'm upset because I didn't know the um, If if You Seek Amy song until Drag Race. I don't know how I didn't know that song. It's so ridiculous and I love it. Oh, Sorry. the lip sync that they did a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know yeah. that song either. Um, all of the boys and all of the girls wanna If You Seek Amy. But it's like, If You Seek Amy. And then I had a whole conversation with my boyfriend where I was like, isn't that like the movie? Like Seeking Amy? <laughs> 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 Wait, F U C K me? Yeah. <gasps> if you seek Amy is like seeking for a girl named Amy. It's a really dumb, like early two thousands phonetic device that I think Britney's producers were probably really thought they were clever for getting away with. But oh my god, how obscene! All of the boys and all of the girls. Wa- all right, whatever. How it goes. If you want to, if, wait. If that Amy, song is a. Oh bop. wait, I get it. Oh, oh my god, are you <laughs> I didn't get it. That took me a second. I was like, what is, what is, F you? Like, oh. that, that sounds, that sounds I like, like it. something I told my boyfriend to do to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just these flashbacks. I can't, it's just on the tip of my tongue. I don't know. That Rated took too PG. long. I'm embarrassed that that took me so long to get. Um, <laughs> I'm embarrassed that that took me 28 years of my life to <laughs> understand. <laughs> You're like, what does that song mean? Oh, oh, wow. Wow, that's clever. Okay, do you have any... You know what? I take it back. The producers, they were clever. They didn't just think they were clever. They did it. At this point, <laughs> I'm did. sorry. I tried to diminish your achievement. Good no, job. No, that was great. Wow. I want to go listen to that song. Um, Great. Okay. Uh, Do you have more trivia? Uh, That is that is the extent of my Beautiful. trivia, I believe. Um, But yeah, I just think that... um. I just think that it's an amazing film and everyone should see it. And so Halle Berry, my dear, my dear Halle Berry, who I hold to the highest regard, not even, not even sarcastically. Like I love her so much. Oh, she's I've seen incredible. Nicole, I've seen Kidnapped. I've seen, I've seen <laughs> the, what was the TV show that she was in? Um, yes. The sci-fi one? The yes. alien? What was I saw it. I saw it. I stand it. John Wick three. She's she's bouncing back. She's still she good. Directed, John Wick three. She just directed her first film that she also stars in. That I believe she might have written and produced. It's about an MMA fighter or something like that. It's gonna be oh, cool. Netflix bought it for like a gazillion dollars. It's gonna be great. I I am I here it. for Halle Berry always. And she said so. What what led her to take her first directing gig? That Netflix movie. She said. I remember having the argument with Catwoman. Why can't Catwoman save the world like Batman and Superman do? Why is she just saving women from a face cream that cracks their face off? (laughs) But I was just the actor for hire. I wasn't the director. I had very little say over that. She deserved better. She did. Yes. I mean, I'm glad she's, she's fairly iconic as Storm and she got like her superhero moment, but her Catwoman should have been like, like Michelle Pfeiffer levels of iconic. I mean, it kind of is just in the opposite direction. It kind of <laughs> is iconic. But also, like, as far as, like, I I was hoping you were going to mention X-Men more because when I think about X-Men, Storm is one of the only characters that really sticks out when I think back on it. It's a great and movie, but I'm just like, she's so good in it. Again, she yeah. 
commits with a capital C-O-M-M-I-T-S. She's so good. Like, I believe every second of her performance. And granted, everybody else is also pretty good. But like, she she's like next level in that movie. She's so good. And fun trivia about X-Men 2 is that after she won her Oscar, they rewrote X-Men 2 to give her more to do. Because apparently she wasn't, she was basically like a background character. Oh, that's good to know. Nice. I had no idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Dagny and I are going to be on a, a friend of ours podcast in March. Know, um, they're going to be going talking. through uh, X-Men franchises and we're going to be on the X2 episode because I oh, love yeah. X2 so it's much. So and I'll good. say that piece Ignoring... of trivia. Yeah, I'll, I'll credit yes, you for please. doing the research, but I'll... I'll... Stand up for my girl. Yeah. Oh, Halle Berry. Yes, Catwoman. And then I, I, I have to talk about the infamous basketball scene <laughs> I have seen the basketball scene. <laughs> Which is, I didn't know that you could play basketball in that way. I didn't, first of all, I, I thought, when I was a kid, I thought that's how basketball was played because I wasn't very sporty. <laughs> um, they're like flirting, but dribbling and jumping off walls. And it's it's like, I feel like it's akin to Twilight trying to do baseball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, that's a good that's a good uh, comparison. But iconic with a capital I C O N I C. You heard it here. You heard it here first, folks. Two thousand and four's Halle Berry's The Catwoman. That's not the title of that film. Catwoman uh, is a is a is a missing gem in your DVD collection, in your mini DVD collection. Yeah. Go out as soon as possible. Get Halle Berry's Catwoman. You will love it. It goes by so fast. You blink. You, I'm. If you can blink, it's gone. <laughs> you blink. <laughs> the best part is there's a fight scene at the end with Sharon Stone, and literally like Halle Berry is like beating Sharon Stone up, and like every time she hits Sharon Stone, they're like in the 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 um uh what's it called the attic of I was gonna say the alley the attic of <laughs> Hader the stock room or whatever mm-hmm. and she's beating Sharon Stone up, and Sharon Stone keeps like face planting into posters of herself (laughs) amazing oh and then there's this one part where she hits her and she like spit she like twirls and like hits a pole and you just hear that doink (laughs) (laughs) oh i can't wait to watch this relevatory i'm gonna go pull up clips right after this you should well um uh alex thanks for coming on the show I don't know why my tone of voice shifted so intensely right there. Ugh, I'm no. so sorry I talked so much. I feel like No, I love it. No, I'm this is what we more. want. We really we want I this. mean, I kinda wanna talk about the the, the PS2 game for a moment, but I know <gasps> we're, we're, I mean it's whatever. I, I'm convinced I played it. I'm convinced I went and looked up screenshots and I think I must have. I what I love about the PS2 game is that controls are optional. <laughs> what do you mean controls are optional you move the the you move the um the little stick to the left and she goes right you move it right and she goes left sometimes, sometimes when you press x she jumps sometimes it just doesn't work but i love it you spend i mean you spend the majority of the time kicking cops into trash which i you know is my favorite hobby um uh yeah, I mean, the PS2 game, I mean, I think that, okay, so the PS2 game menu is just, like, this, like, it's so gross. It's just, like, these shots, like, panning up of Catwoman's body, and then, like, every time you move, 
like the the control like you know it says new game load game options it's like you hear her like breath so she's like you move the control and it's like If you leave, if you if you're playing the game and you leave Catwoman like all on her own, she starts like dancing. <laughs> she, <laughs> like she starts like doing these like hip movements and <laughs> I would love for them to uh if PlayStation if anybody for PlayStation is listening, yeah, remaster this game remaster. for PS5. Just bring it back. Ground up rebuild. Yeah, rebuild it. Her health bar is diamonds. Oh. I don't want them to change anything. Just, like, make it more polished and, you know, playable. Just re-release it. Re-release it. No bug fixes. No bug fixes. No update. Just release the whole game. Just possible for PS5. I think people would play it. Oh. Oh, wow. When Pandemic is over, I have these two for both of you that we can play. Yeah. We can project them on my wall. Amazing. I'm so excited. Um, but, so um, yeah. uh, we like to end our show. I know we're moving right along here, but we like to end our show with a game we call What a Pitch. Uh, oh my God. So I know, did you forget? Did you? Yeah, he's. Oh, I, he's totally, I totally forgot. Um, no, no. Cool. So, I'll, I'll talk. Uh, you've got plenty of time because I'm going to talk okay, about okay. it. Okay, great. So uh, uh, basically, What a Pitch. Alex is going to think of an object, a form of media, and a genre. Uh, and then Dagny and I will have 30 seconds to pitch him our idea. And just a little update. I went back and counted. And uh, mm-hmm. since episode one, I have seven points. And Dagny is trailing at four points. I know. So um, trying I to make so a comeback. Now, about it, this. I, I just am not did, great We did tie it. on episode seven, which is why it doesn't add up right. We did tie on episode seven. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so seven to four. We're going to keep it going. What do you think, Alex? You think you're good to go? I think I am. I mean, I'm I'm terrible. Like anytime at school they ask me to pitch, I'm always just like, uh, gay Latino question mark. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'd watch it. Well, cool. I'm gonna take my headphones off. Dagny can go okay. first, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Dagny can. Should I time you? Can you time yourself? I'll time myself. Okay. So this Phantom of the Opera snow globe, a <laughs> uh, uh, piece of media, video game um, genre is uh, horror. Horror. Okay, give me five seconds to. Th- okay, my timer is timer starting. Wait, so uh, Phantom of the Opera horror. Phantom of okay, yeah, Phantom of the Opera horror or Phantom of the Opera comedy video game. <laughs> Phantom. Oh, video. Okay, so Phantom of the Opera video game. Okay, great. So uh, Phantom of the Opera is a video game. There's got to be like definitely boat rides where, uh, but I want it to be more crazy. So you have to like work really hard for this boat ride. Um, other than that, you, I think maybe it could be rock band, honestly, you're Christine or you're, you're singing along to these songs. Um, and they've changed it to where maybe the phantom to make it funny is kind of like a jester and you're trying to, you know, you're, you're him singing these songs. Um, but I do think it has to be rock band. I think it has to be, uh, oh, that's my timer. Uh, that wasn't my best, but that's what came to mind as a video. I game. mean, I I did a terrible job pitching that. No, no, no. I think I, I think it was good. I don't think I did my best, but Billy, you can come back. I'm gonna make a gesture. And come back. Okay, I'm back. so Alex, Billy's back. Can you give him the same uh, object and genre that you gave me? Then are you uh, gonna time me? And yes. then I say the media too, right? Or like the piece of. Yes. So just exactly what okay. you gave me. Okay. Okay. Billy. Phantom of the Opera comedy video game. Oh my god. Okay, so 
obviously you're going to play as the phantom and uh but it's going to be it's going to be like he's going to be a little bit me- more mentally deranged than he is in the show um he's going to see the world as happy go lucky everything through his vision is bright colors and beautiful and when he like hang somebody like flowers pop out he doesn't know he's doing anything <laughs> bad so you go around murdering people but it's all like psychedelic and beautiful um and it's really about an internal journey of the phantom um finding self-love and acceptance that was your 30 second keep uh, your hand at the level of your heart <laughs> and flowers oh, pop out. we had we had very different takes on this one actually uh so alex which which game would you rather play honestly I think I would rather play uh, the Phantom of the Opera rock band game. Yeah. I <laughs> oh, I do love that. Like, wait, that sounds amazing. <laughs> it's just a karaoke, but I, I think in between the songs, there's going to be fight scenes where you have to beat people up. And like, I do like the hanging people and the flowers shooting out. I think a good mix, but I'm, I'm so happy I won. I'm so behind. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Can you imagine Phantom of the Opera karaoke though? Just like whoever's got to be <laughs> Celine, Christine, 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 dying. Christine. I don't know why. Who are you? Uh. <laughs> there you go. You know, crushing it, it all karaoke. Oh wow, that was fun. That was really fun, and I'm very happy That's I won. One. I'm gonna be riding that high all day. Oh, yes. <laughs> thanks, Alex. I appreciate well, Alex- it. <laughs> Before we uh, yeah. before we say goodbye, is there anything else you wanna? Is there anything else you wanna talk about? You wanna pitch before we go? You wanna oh, yeah. say hello you have to, something to, plug? to our adoring the, fan? The only thing I wanna talk about is that Dagny has a water bottle the size of the Eiffel Tower, <laughs> <laughs> and I wanna know where she got it. It was <laughs> um, it was uh, it some uh, we had like before this whole pandemonium um a friend of mine brought over um like lemoncello juice in these bottles from world market and there were two of them uh and we just took the labels off and now there are like water bottles in the house mine doesn't have a rubber band and my roommate's has a rubber band so we know whose is whose and it's honestly great um especially because i live on multiple floors now in my house so this is my downstairs water bottle and then my room i have an upstairs water uh, because a lot of stairs too much um but no alex do you have any like um shorts or anything that you want to plug you've made some stuff recently oh shit um also go look uh, at the commercial (laughs) yes watch my k jewelers ad Mm -hmm. uh on youtube i don't know uh i have a bunch of shorts on my Instagram. Follow me on Instagram at MalixVI. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's perfect. Yeah. We'll um, link to it. We'll link to it on the poster. Yes, please. Uh, yes. Give me a like. I will like back. Yes, you have to. He'll he'll like every single my, post you've ever. Tagline. I'm just kidding. I, don't have to I literally will. I am a fan of everyone. <laughs> oh, and that's why I love Thank you. Man. Oh, I'm so glad you did this. Thank you so much for being on and bringing in the iconic Catwoman 2004. <laughs> it was a perfect choice, and I'm so excited that we talked about it. Um, but other than that, I can wrap it up for today. If first, I'll say if you want to reach out to Billy or myself. Um, through our email we would love to hear from you Um, one if you're interested in maybe being a guest someday that would be fun also um, what I would prefer to because I'm interested if you have a hot take like how Catwoman is a fantastic movie send it in to us at poptimispod at gmail.com p-o-p-t-i-m-i-s-t-p-o-d at gmail.com we've spelled a lot of things today um 
So Helen. yeah, give us your hot takes. We'll credit you if you want us to say your name or we'll keep you anonymous. Um, but we would love to, you know, explore more of those things. Other than that, we're good to go. So this was Poptimist, um, a pop culture breakdown show with uh, Billy, is your full name. <laughs> I'm Billy McCartney. That's and my name. I'm Dagny McCartney. We were your hosts. Um, so other than that, that's that's it. Have a wonderful day, night, morning, whenever you're listening to this. Everybody say bye. Bye. I like that because it was like a variation on good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Okay, I really, like just it. say bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye.